What smells like shoe polish? Be quiet. We have a promo to do. I'm Jeff Ferry, and this is my hetero podcast mate, Chris Durkach. We are the hosts of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We break down the Kevin Smith films featuring Jay and Silent Bob one minute at a time, starting with Clerks. I have a hockey game at 12. Chris, please. So if you've ever worked a dead-end job behind the counter discussing Star Wars while slinging coffee, nudie mags, and cigarettes... Cancer merchant! Cancer merchant! Settle down! Or if you ever leaned outside a convenience store, secretly hated all your customers, or closed your place of business to attend a funeral, you should join us at Jay and Silent Bob Minute on DuelingGenre.com as we discuss the milkmaids, berserkers, and the significance of the number 37. In a row? Come for the clerks and stay for the rest of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute fun. Right, Chris? I'm not even supposed to be here today. Cool. Uh, let me make sure I got my notes up still. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just more flying car today. Harry falls out the window today, right? Yep. Or not window, the door. Yes. Okay. Cool. I don't have a ton of notes, but uh, more looks of terror. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. Harry Potter in the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast where we're overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Adore Cope. And we once again have Rick and Julia with us. Welcome back, guys. I am a rocker. I am a roller. I am a ride out of controller. <laughs> <laughs> the toe cutter. He knows who I am. Oh, I am so delighted that you guys are here this week. I'm having so much fun. This is definitely an out of control kind of day. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's understandable. I mean, you guys for for your guest spots, you're used to having people on your guests on for single minutes. So this is like a long week for you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> I we appreciate you sticking with us. Oh, our pleasure. Oh, I'm excited. Today we're talking about minute number twenty nine, which starts with an attempt to find the train, and it ends with Harry dangling out the car door, which is terrifying. Like, this is the only reason I would ever not want to drive around in a flying car. This is so scary. (laughs) Well, I think the major issue here is that they're driving around in a car that's from, like, the late 50s, early 60s. Like, they didn't have the same safety features that a modern vehicle would afford you. True. Does a Ford... Does... When were seatbelts a thing? (laughs) Apparently not in 1959. Apparently they, uh, the 105E they, they should, they just should didn't have them. Buckle up, guys. <laughs> Seatbelts, so we can be safe. <laughs> uh, I know. I just I don't even remember what that's from, but that's definitely referencing something, and I don't even care. Someone will. Someone will know. <laughs> uh, I only have a couple of notes. I only have a couple of notes. So we come back out of the cloud cover. The invisibility booster has malfunctioned, as we heard at the very end of the last minute, the very very beginning of this one, mm-hmm. and um. Is it Harry? I think Harry that suggests, like, we should go lower to, like, see where the train is at. And so they pull down above the 
above the train tracks. Actually, very close to the train. They're they're like almost driving on the train tracks. This is a huge no no. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I mean, they assume that the train. They assume (laughs) that the train is going to be ahead of them. Okay, which means that. No, I mean, okay, I can, I can, I can accept this. They're traveling in pretty much a straight shot, from what I can understand. Unless they're just following the train from above, in which case they should know where the train is at before they drop in front of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the clouds would definitely get in the way, and the fact that they're driving in a car, cars don't really afford you a good, you know, yeah, view you of down. what's right below you. You no, can look out in front of you and kind of see generally where you're looking at and whatnot, but it's not designed to, you know, have a clear floor or anything like that. It's... Something that we talked a lot about on the Mad Max Minute when we were talking about the gyrocopter, which is a very iconic flying machine from Mad Max to the Road Warrior, where the fact that you're basically sitting in a seat on a frame and then everything around you is open, and so it's very easy to see what's below you. It's not a convenience that Harry and Ron are blessed with, so it makes sense that they get into Scotland and they see the tracks in front of them and behind them and to arguably either side based on where they're tilted. But it makes sense that they wouldn't know exactly where the train is. Yeah, and they definitely hear it before they see it. So the idea is like, Mm -hmm. oh, we must be close. Uh, Actually, I want to talk a little bit before we we talk about the train. I want to talk a little bit about this this bit of railway that they're on. Uh, This is actually like a really iconic piece of uh, Scotland um, landscape. This is... The Glenfinnan Viaduct, mm. which is uh, in, it's in Glenfinnan, Invernessshire, Scotland. That's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. <laughs> it is very, very pretty. There's a lot of, like, landscape that we get to see in this minute before we even, like, get to where the viaduct is at. And I just think it's so pretty. Just, like, all these, like, landscape shots in Scotland are, are so gorgeous. And we only get to see them during the, um, during the Hogwarts trips. Like the Hogwarts Express trips, I should say, because we got we got some stills. I think that we see this uh, viaduct in the first movie too. The you can actually ride a steam locomotive across this this uh, bit of train track during the summers. They do like special tours. I don't know if they use the Hogwarts Express or if it's like a similar type locomotive, but mm-hmm. you can uh, you can actually take this ride. Oh, neat. Yeah, that sounds which delightful. I think is yeah, I'd pay for that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think it would be just just the idea of like, oh, we're gonna go, we're traveling to Hogwarts. Like, this is what the students would see. Not to mention, like, how beautiful it would look. It's to, so lush and green to, and pretty. Just I to really look love around. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm almost overwhelmed by the amount of green that's going on. So green. It's, it's, it's in particular the moment, like, right when they drop out of the clouds and they come, like, they crest over the hill before we see the viaduct. And it's, it looks like that old, um, it looks like the old windows, like, default background. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Just like that bright green rolling hill. It's all pretty and With the blue sky. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's, there's a couple of reaction shots I think that the reaction shots in this minute are all golden. Oh, yeah. They're they're pretty great. Harry's like, we must be... Or no, I think it's Ron. Ron's like, we must be close. And then Harry slowly turns and looks at Ron. And Ron's mouth pulls back and he slowly turns and looks at Harry and his eyes go wide. And then we cut to, like, behind the car... And we see, we see Hedwig. <laughs> oh like my Hedwig gosh. Hedwig looks out the back window and then her eyes get really huge. Like even her eyes get it's big. So like what? funny. 
I don't even care that this isn't a thing that real owls do. I just love that they include it. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so cute. Uh, it's and so like, good. so pretty. I know it's so pretty. They, uh, so the train is barreling down on them. We hear the, the but, horn. Does this mean that the conductor of the Hogwarts Express, like, sees that there's a flying car in front of them? I would think so. That's what I, I would say. hope like, so. Can we see them? Well, that's the thing about trains is that unless the conductor is leaning out the side, they are not, not really concerned with what's in front yeah. of them. Like there's yeah, tracks. That's true. And you know, if there was something wrong with the tracks, hopefully they'd seen it, but that's the, one of the reasons why there's so many derailing accidents because you know, you're on a track, you, you don't know have which a, way you're yeah, going. Yeah, there's not like a window that they're they don't have a front window they're looking out of. Yeah. I don't know. I would suspect Maybe, maybe it's not, I mean, this is, maybe it's magical, it's, the the train itself could be an enchanted thing. And so it's not that, like, there's a conductor that is pulling the, the horn, but it's more of a proximity, like, hey, there's something a lot closer in front of the train than there should be. Yeah. Get out of our way, we're coming. Like, even just put a house elf out on the front of the train. Oh, you know, like just go sit out Mad, there and let Mad me know Max if anything shows up. I know. Like, I was thinking of like I was thinking of like uh, like Peter Parker in, oh. in Spider Man. Like <laughs> in front of the train. Like, I, I went to the back that they're like, oh, like Bad Max reference. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in front of the vehicle, just strapped there, like you know. Oh, it's oh, crazy with the muzzle on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into this. Oh, right, that's insane. <laughs> that now that that idea of like a Mad Max style house elf is just kind of milling yeah. around in my head, and that's kind of funny. Wearing chaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, that's scary. <laughs> Ew, that's a bad image. Yeah, it's not good. That's not good. Oh man, he so, straight, straight up rolls in. Oh my in God! The car. Yeah. So okay. So they Ron throws the wheel so they can get out from in front of it. And then the car starts to dip down, so he throws the wheel the other direction so that they can go, like, under this viaduct. And the car starts, like, rolling. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it does, like, a And my note, my note just says, let's try spinning. That's a cool trick. <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's do a loop-de-loop. Uh, they, they roll a couple times, and we see, like, the camera still outside the car as the car is rolling, so we see that they're, like, tumbling around inside the car. <laughs> There's a moment... In, this is way off topic, and I'm, I, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen Last Jedi, there's a moment where someone is flying a TIE fighter, and, and they're doing this, like, that spinning motion, and every time I see it, every, every, all, every time I've watched the movie, I've had that same thought of, like, let's try spinning! Like, that's a cool trick! (laughs) Like, little Anakin, Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace was my favorite Star Wars movie as a child. Of course, you were a child. I know. I was. <laughs> Kylo Ren was is jam. his grandfather's grandson. Yeah. That's for sure. Yes, Ab- yeah. absolutely. <laughs> someone was compl- someone was uh, was expressing some concerns to me about the movie and was like, "Oh, well, I just like I like Darth Vader so much better." And I'm like, "Well, Vader's been the bad guy for like 30 years when we meet him in mm-hmm. New Hope, whereas like Kylo Ren is Anakin Skywalker from the prequels." And he was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Uh, we're not here to talk about Star Wars, though. No, nope. but yes, no, definitely this like this role that they do is is so much. It's just oh man, just getting the jostled whole, around inside the car. The whole swerve like, out from in front of the train maneuver it 
I don't know. It it seems a little odd to me. I was looking it up. The 1959 Ford Anglia 105E has a top recorded speed of 73.8 miles per hour, and that's on the ground. Like, that's powered by the internal combustion engine. I don't necessarily know how that translates to a magically enchanted flying version of the Anglia, (laughs) but I imagine it would at least be able to hit that speed. And it made me think, okay, well, if the Anglia can go that fast, how fast do steam trains go? Now, the Hogwarts Express is a 460 Hall-class steam locomotive model number GWR 5900. The Harry Potter wiki states that it was made before 1830. So while I was unable to find an exact top speed, um, it's been stated elsewhere that the average travel speed of a passenger steam train could top out around 65 miles per hour. And given their winding path, they probably wouldn't be going that much faster. So if Ron, and I know this is a bit of a tall order, but if Ron had kept a cool head, he could have pressed on the accelerator. I'm assuming that would make him go faster and just keep ahead of the train until he could make a more controlled maneuver. It's just another example of Ron... Just losing all of his cool. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, Ron. He's the only time. Cool. No, the only time we've seen him keep a level head in a time of like conflict is the chess match last yeah. last movie. Something he's comfortable with. And we won't see. I don't think we'll see level headed Ron again until Jesus. Deathly Hallows Part Two. Oh my! Holy like, cow! Because what? Like four times in that movie, Hermione gets to say like. That's brilliant, Ron. Like, he's finally come into his own. But I can't think of another moment that's really, like, good, ambitious, empowered Ron. Wasn't like, there I, a part, I guess when he thinks that he's taken he the Felix the, um, Felicis. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that and that's he, because... But I think that that's more of a result of, like, he thinks that Harry has given him good luck potion. Yeah. Right? Like, so I, mean, I, I don't know if... I guess it counts. He finds out. No, I know he doesn't find out in the movie. They don't ever pay off the fact that Ron doesn't know that he wasn't using that potion. I mean, he's got it inside of him. He just needs to tap into it. And if he needs to be fooled into tapping, into yeah. it, I mean, that's just what needs to happen. I mean, I guess he must realize that they didn't use the Felix Felicis on him because Harry's going to use it later in that same movie, but they don't ever have that discussion in the movie. Hmm. But it's very, that's very, um, it's very luck of the Irish. The Disney <laughs> Like, oh, you God. have this coin that he's hiding in his sock, and then when he loses it, they lose their their, their luck, and so he starts, like, turning into a leprechaun. I mm-hmm. forgot about that movie until you just mentioned it. Let it's me tell like, you, that was Lord. one of my favorites of the Disney Channel movies of that time. Eh, it's one of the better ones, I, I guess. Like I'll Timothy give it o- that. I like Timothy O'Munson There's as, some as pretty the awful villain ones. in that movie, because I really like him in Psych and uh, Gallivant. We're way, way off topic. I know. Now. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, someone out there listening is going to enjoy my references. Okay. I, th- That's what I tell myself, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm leaving it all in. Okay. <laughs> do what you want. <laughs> so, so, so they do their spinning move. They, like, mm-hmm. roll out of the... And then... And then they 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 roll... Do they roll, like, one way and then the other? I feel like they spin in a couple they different... They do. And then... 
the that other motion sends Harry toppling over and are, into the door. Are they the wearing seatbelts? Obviously no, not. No, we already talked. There's uh, clearly not seatbelts in this not. car. He just flies right out. Mm-hmm. The door yeah. just like opens when he hits it. No, like they didn't they even not lock, lock the they door. Didn't even lock it. Yeah. I mean, this is a car from the fifties, but like when my car hits ten miles an hour, all the doors just automatically lock. Yeah, that seems oh, a little too sophisticated for something from the sixties. Uh, I think right. so too. Yeah, exactly. So, so he falls out, but they don't like open the door. There's nothing like pull, like it just. Does he break the door open? I feel he like must they like, like after this. He leaned against it and it popped open. I mean, his hand must have brushed getting... up against the handle and pulled it, it in must such have. a way that it would pop open. I mean, his hand is really close to the armrest, so maybe that's yeah. just like the one smooth motion where he knocked against the handle mm-hmm. and then you know had to grab onto the door handle. I just hit said handle like f- five times in the same sentence. That's not good handle. English. <laughs> handle, handle, no, handle, no. handle, 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 handle. Um, I got a handle on this handle. <laughs> <laughs> Harry doesn't have a handle on that. Well, Harry does have a handle on this handle. Thank goodness. I know. Really otherwise, he handle. would just fall to his death. Yeah, I love how this could have been the end. This could have been the end of Harry Potter. Yeah, if he had let go of that handle and just dropped, they could have just rolled credits right here. No need to make <laughs> five or six other movies. Just you know, half an hour movie. It's not you even a movie. Want... It's like a short. I'm just realizing now that I think that like. Every time Harry travels to Hogwarts, we could have a like, this is where the movie ends. Because, because in the first one, my my favorite Harry Potter meme of all time is Hermione sitting down in front of Harry and going like, I've only attempted simple spells myself, but they've all worked out for me. And then she points her wand at Harry Potter. And in the meme, she goes, Avada Kedavra. And then it just says, directed by... Chris Columbus. And I really love it. <laughs> and then in this one, in this one, it could literally be right here. Like the car rolls and Harry falls out the car and the end it's over. Harry's yep. dead. And then in the next movie, the <laughs> Dementors, the Dementors yeah. could just suck his soul out. Been done right there. The end. Harry's dead. Now this is Again. really the, the part of the movie. Well, this is the part of the minutes that we see this week where, the rolling and the movement of the car, it reminds me of... Did you ever see Flubber back in the 90s? Yes. With Robin Williams? Yes. It's a remake of The Absent-Minded Professor from, like, 1968. But he puts his, like, magical Flubber substance in his red convertible and then takes it out flying. And he does a lot of these very same maneuvers about rolling oh. around, a lot of erratic driving. And I'm like, maybe... Flubber isn't so much science, maybe it's more magic, and that's... It's magic! ...the reason the car is flopping around and flying the same way. I love that. Yeah. I am I am down for connecting more movies to the magical world. Just tangent. Like, <laughs> do it. The, the, see, the thing do is, it. like, the th- well, the, that's the thing, is, like, the way that the wizarding world is set up and established in this universe is that it's just, like, just outside the realm of, like, muggle awareness. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess, theoretically, like, any movie could exist in the same world as Harry Potter. They're just separate worlds, so we're not going to see that. Yeah. And so, like, things where magical effects happen, or where things that you can't explain occur, we could be, like, we could we could say that the gremlins are actually a magical creature, or... Yeah. Whatever. Whatever it is. It, it doesn't work for the... The more fantastical you get, like... Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter can't be in the same universe, no, but no. 
But Star Wars could because it takes place in the past. Mm-hmm. The, the magic could be the Force. <laughs> We've discovered how to channel it through wands. I think Hogwarts when, uh, is a Jedi training academy. Secretly. When we had you on <laughs> our show, we discussed that the Mad Max universe could also exist aside from the we Harry did. Potter universe because the wizards would be ultimately unaffected by any sort of apocalypse that plagues the muggles. Yeah. 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 Because oh. their societies are so... Well, on the one hand, I really want to agree with you. And then on the other hand, I'm just thinking like... The muggles, the muggle world notices when bad things are happening in the wizarding world. And so I, I feel like there is enough like malleability between the two mm-hmm. that they would notice even if it wouldn't directly affect them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'd be spectators to it, but I don't think they would yeah. have a negative. I don't think it would be. Yeah, it wouldn't have a negative impact on their culture, I don't think. There are elements. Not a major one. Of the magical culture that would be affected, like the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's what I was thinking no, right now. Like, yeah, if, if there if were there no more no oil, around, there probably wouldn't be coal. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and like the night bus, mm. I assume runs on gasoline, like an internal combustion engine. Yeah. It seems I weird. To I kind of want to think, like, but. Yeah, I imagine we don't know that the Wizarding much... World probably has some sort of like wonky New Age biofuel, like the the cars and the night bus. They run on like I don't know, like house elf blood, and then the te- engines oh are just dead house elves. They just wow. shovel that into the furnace that and went just burn those. Way darker than I was anticipating. I was shaking my head over here, like I don't think they need fuel. It's just magic. That's better than I was thinking. I was thinking unicorn, like okay. <laughs> I mean, both of you, though, <laughs> went the darkest route possible with how they're using their uh, their technology. Well, I mean, everybody always wonders about house elves and what good are they when they're when they're no longer serving a house. I mean, oh man, <laughs> oh yes, man, Rick, we're repurposing the finish bodies of the dead, Richard. Just well, say, I mean, if like, you've got we're an overabundance using dead dinosaurs to fuel our cars, so. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. But or it takes if a long time for dead dinosaurs elves, to turn into oil. Send them down into well, a coal mine. It's magic. They're <laughs> just cutting out all that time that you need for them to turn into those. So, so, so the the house elf dies, and then they somehow magically have like their bones are rich in <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, magical minerals. Well, time can be replaced by pressure. Yeah. So if you exert enough pressure on something, it has the same effect as time. Mm-hmm. That's how they make diamonds in the laboratory. I literally, I'm. I know that this is un. I um, Victoria, I'm about to make a, a Ferris Bueller reference. Oh wow! You stuck a lump of coal week. up, uh, <laughs> up Cameron Fry's butt. He turned into a diamond. So exactly. So so there's got to be like they've got to have like they've got to really perfect the amount of pressure to use because if you go too far, it's not going to be coal and like a fossil fuel. It'll just it'll just be diamond. And I don't maybe think that's why the that Malfoys like, are so rich because they put coal up their butt. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I like the way you think. Uh, I'm glad to know that I'm not the only dark one. This is no. this is good. This is encouraging. Oh, it's a yes. fun week, you guys. We're having fun. Yes. <laughs> Look at all the fun of our we're thoughts. having. 
We're having fun. <laughs> oh, man. Turning house elves into fuel. So we end this minute with Harry literally dangling out of a out of the car. There's so much screaming. His grip at the strength end of this must minute. be very strong. There is very good. They, rightfully so, though I think a lot of screaming That's here. This is a very scary, intense situation for these children. I mean, yeah, we're we're accustomed to a lot of up. screaming in our movies, but True. you know, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. Not Wait, like you this. mean not like, not like children? Dangling, hanging outside of a speeding vehicle, yeah, not mo- like that. Our movie Wait, only had that one. Never this movie that has, two kind of has two. Yeah, oh, so there's okay. twice the amount of screaming children in peril that's than fair. we're used to. That's fair. <laughs> I just what do you love mean, how a child makes a difference. I just love how Ron is like, Harry, hold on, and Harry's like, Well, what else would I do? <laughs> right? Like, of course I'm gonna. No, hold let me on. let go. Like, uh, I have some. I have. I have a note in tomorrow's minute about about Ron helping Harry, and I'm <laughs> I'm excited to get to that. Oh man, I have good stuff for tomorrow's minute. Actually, I'm ready. How do you guys feel? Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think I'm ready for it too. <laughs> All right, let uh, let everyone know where can they find you on the internet. So, if people want to find us. They can go to our website, madmaxminute.com, where they can find all of our stuff. If they are Facebook people, they can find us at Mad Max Minute Beyond Microphone. If they're more of the Twitter sort, they can find us at Mad Max Minute. And, of course, we're on iTunes and Google Play if people want to subscribe to our podcast. Yes. So, everyone, go check out Mad Max Minute. You can, of course, find us on uh, on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute and Listener's Army and Twitter at HP Minute, and then uh, you can come back tomorrow as we wrap up the week. Oh my god. With minute 30. <laughs> half an hour in. We're already half an hour. I mean, Ooh. we're only like a fifth of the way into this movie, but All we're there. Fifth. Minute 30. The half hour mark. So come back tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed. Yay! That was definitely the best one. You should just copy-paste that one for the whole week. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That's not how this works.